Hey there, sis, and welcome to Tech Girls Cast, the podcast that is designed to empower aspiring female technologists to make their mark in the tech industry without getting lost in the process. My name is Jacqueline Corley, and I've been in the tech world for over 10 years, so I know what works and doesn't work when it comes to making your tech transition as smooth as possible. Join me every Wednesday as I give you my best tips and advice to make your transition into the tech world the best that it could possibly be. I'm so thankful that you are here and I cannot wait to go on this journey with you. Let's do this, sis. Welcome back to the podcast, ladies. I hope you all are having an amazing week so far. Welcome to September. Can you believe that it is almost 2023 in about four months? I still cannot believe that we are this far in the year already in 2022, but here we are. Fall is coming around if you are in the United States. So definitely make sure that you are getting ready for that, getting all your warm gear out. Um, But if you're brand new to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in to this as your first episode. Um, If you are tuning into this as your first episode, you are going to get a bit of transparency in this episode. If you are someone who is returning to the podcast this week, thank you so much for returning. You guys know that I love being transparent as much as I can, whether it's in my content on social media or even on my podcast. I love being transparent with you all because I believe that when you are trying to transition into tech or trying to achieve a goal in anything, it's important to hear not only the good sides, but also the sides where they're a little bit tougher and some of the topics that are a little bit harder to hear or a little harder to discuss. And so today is going to be one of those topics. And this topic is going to be on what happens when you become disappointed with a program that is helping you transition into tech. And I'm going to say transition into tech because a lot of people are familiar with programs that teach you how to code, but there are other programs as well that have nothing to do with coding, but they are still helping you transition into tech to help you get into a different kind of tech career. So today what I'm going to talk about is actually stemmed from some conversations that I've had in the Tech Girls Code community just in general. Um, Just over the past several weeks, I have been hearing just many people that I've had conversations with say that they're part of programs that they really didn't think were going to turn out the way that they did. Um, And some of them are very disappointed because they don't feel they are learning um, as much or they don't feel that um, the program is really helping them learn at all as they thought it would be. Um, these are even programs that, you know, come from very popular um, sources that we know um, just to kind of keep it brief and, you know, keep the confidentiality. But one thing that, you know, many have said they're disappointed about is they just really thought that the program is going to be different than it turned out to be. And so, 
Of course, without giving details, I really want to give some advice to those of you who have experienced this, because this is something I've been hearing for some months now. And it was something that it was very difficult for me to talk about because like I said, I've been on the provision side of coding education or even tech education in general. And I've also been on the receiving or student side. And so I want to speak from both sides to give you um, two different perspectives because as many of you know, I'm now in higher education in my sixth year um, as a collegiate professor. And I have also taught at boot camp. I also have my own programs. And so I understand at more than one level how difficult it is to provide a program or to do some sort of teaching or education in the tech space. Um, as many of you know, I'm a computer science instructor. So my background is in computer science and coding. Um, and so those are the things that I teach, but this is very, very apparent for a lot of different types of tech careers. And so the first thing that I do want to say as someone who is a provider of tech education in general is that it is very difficult to be a provider or be an educator or be a teacher um, who is trying to give this type of information because there's so many things to think about. You've got to think about timing. You've got to think about the material. You've got to think about the delivery. You have to think about so many different <laughs> things. And that's the first thing that I want to say, because when you're thinking about all these different things, let's just take, you know, coding, for example, there's so many different ways you can learn to code, you know, college, coding boot camp, coaching, which I do, um, you know, online courses, you know, other online programs through other universities that are teaching this. And so there's so many different ways you can learn it. Like I said, there's other tech programs as well for other skills. And just know that when you are providing at a certain level, there is a certain way that you have to go about doing it. For example, college instruction is provided way differently than coding and coding boot camp instruction or even the coaching that i do or an online course the delivery is different even though the material is somewhat the same and sometimes the material can differ depending just on different subjects but when i say the material is the same you know python is always going to have the same language you know you're always going to have variables you're always going to have if statements you're always going to have those types of things in various different programming languages and even in other tech courses a lot of material is going to be the same you know how to break into tech is going to be the same but the delivery is going to be different based on the level at which you are trying to receive that information for example if you are going to be in college if you're going to be in coding boot camp, if you're going to be in a coaching program, if you're going to be in an online course or something where someone is trying to teach you the material and you're not self-teaching. It is very difficult to be a provider of, <laughs> of, of this kind of education. And I will say the difficulty does not decrease when you change different types of provision. Um, I've been under three or four different types of provision of um, tech programs. And uh, let me tell you, it is so different at each of those levels. 
But on the flip side too, the student experience is also different. And I think the first thing that we have to think about that when it comes to being a student of tech education is to understand that you have to evaluate all the time what your expectations are. For example, I can't have the same expectation as a coding bootcamp student than I would at a college course teaching me programming. And the same goes for any other technical you know, career. I can't have the same expectations for an online course teaching me skills that I do for you know, another IT class or another technical class that's teaching me a certain skill. The expectations are different because the delivery is different. The sometimes the instructions even different. Um, and sometimes, you know, there's different rules for different things. And so number one, the first th thing that I would say to help you to not be disappointed in this area is to figure out what is best for you. Um, if you're somebody who is learning to code specifically, I do have prior episodes that talk about you know how important it is to really understand your learning style and your learning level and your learning speed and it's the same even if you're in a non-coding program you've got to really think about what is your learning style what is your learning speed how do you learn best because just because something is a 27 week you know program it doesn't necessarily mean it's the best way for you to learn just like you know, when we're um, in college or whatever, some people, they may feel like that's too slow for them. So the boot camp helps them. Or um, some people may feel like, you know, the coaching that I do helps them because it's a lot more in depth. Um, because when you are coaching and, and doing any kind of coaching, they're, they're going to be more in depth because they're really focused on you really learning the material versus you achieving some certain goal in a certain number of weeks, even though the certain number of weeks is there for you. Usually with coaching, there is some sort of plan to help you if for some reason you do not finish in a certain amount of weeks. So that's where coaching is a little different than a lot of these programs. And a lot of times coaching can be a lot more um, unique and it can also be a lot more streamlined to the person depending on what kind of coaching program you're in. So if that's something that you um, feel like you would have a better time in, definitely consider coaching. But, and I say that because a lot of people don't know that coaching does exist. But I say that to say because so many people don't realize that when you are just focused on your goal of I've got to get a certain um, I've got to get this certain job in a certain amount of weeks or a certain amount of months. What that tends to do is it tends to push you toward the wrong goal or it tends to push you toward the wrong type of learning style. And then you end up getting disappointed, you know, by the second, third week or however long it takes you because you realize that maybe that wasn't the program for you. And so when I say that it may not have been the program for you, I say that maybe the way the material is delivered as far as the speed of it being delivered is not for you. Um, not so much involving where there's tech issues or anything like that, but so much like 
the actual material from the beginning is laid out in a way that's not the best for you. Um, because there are programs that are like that. And I do want you to know next that it doesn't necessarily mean these programs are bad. They just may not be right for you. And that's the first thing that you really got to understand is that sometimes, you know, people advertise these things and like I said, not bad, but it's just not for everyone. And no way of learning these technical skills is for everyone. Everyone has got to pick what it is that they really, 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 really need to do and really, 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 really need to uh, focus on because if not, then that's where you can get hung up. So that's the first thing to understand is these programs aren't bad, but you just have to understand that they may not be great for you. And the problem here is that you may not have known how to figure that out at first. And you just kind of saw a shiny object that you thought would get you to your goal. And all of a sudden it did not. And what I want you to know is that is okay because we all are on a learning process. We're all on a learning journey. And that may have just been what you needed to understand that maybe the way that that material was delivered was maybe a little too fast or maybe was even too slow. But that's the first thing to really understand. Secondly, um, if you are in that situation, I do want to say, first of all, really take a step back and take some time to think about what would be best for you. Because it may just be that you may need to have some additional resources that help you with the understanding of it because the speed at which it's going is not helping you to understand it. Um, but also, you know, kind of think about, okay, what not only is it about this with the speed of it, that I could probably make the situation better. You know, how can I make this situation better is the, is the next thing. Because before jumping to, you know, exiting a program or anything strenuous like that, that could put you in a tough situation, especially if you've paid for these types of programs and they have certain rules, really think about how can you make this program better? How can you make this, how can you make this experience better as far as your learning and your understanding? Um, and that's really to, what to think about. And then once you've thought about that, you can make your decision from there. So that's the first thing to think about is a lot of these programs, they're not bad, but they may just not be the right one for you. Secondly, you're probably in a program that was going very well. The material really was helping you. And then all of a sudden something goes wrong. Tech happens. Um, things start, start to break down. Program starts to break down. You're wondering what's going on. Maybe the facilitator of the program, um, you know, something happened to them, something really tough happened to them. Or if it's like, you know, something like a college course or a boot camp, all of a sudden your instructor is just having a really tough time personally because that does happen no matter, you know, what kind of instruction you're given. There are times where your instructor or your professor, if you're in college, has some things that happen out of nowhere, serious life problems, all those types of things that they have to end up getting worked out with, like either the university or the program or something to, to help 
you know, the students out still. Please understand that it is not, most likely in those situations, not that instructor's fault. And in almost every situation that I have known of, that has been the case. Because there are things that, you know, happen to your instructors or to your professors or to, you know, people who are leading your programs that they couldn't even see. A lot of times they don't expect those things to happen. And so before chalking it up to the character of the person or the character of those providing you the program, really think about um, how can you assist them? Is there ways that you can maybe offer to help them? I know that um, in the past when I've been on the student side of this type of thing, um, I have suggested a couple of things uh, once I found out you know, what was going on or things like that and they were very helpful. Um, and if you wanna know some of those things, you can definitely reach out to me um, via my Instagram or email me um, and I can definitely tell you what some of those things were depending on you know what the situation is but um, a lot of times you can throw in suggestions or also really you can just be kind and you know see if they're okay see if there's anything that they need because a lot of times sometimes these facilitators that you know give these programs and these things happen to them it puts them in shock and one thing that does go through your head is because I've actually been this as someone who's been so as someone who has been facilitating a program or a class or something like that. The first emotion that really happens is shock because it's like you don't expect for your program, for your class or your course to all of a sudden not work or all of a sudden have all of these problems because, of course, you can't see everything. And so it's usually immediate shock because especially if you have a ton of students in your program, even if you're if you even if you have hundreds of students, especially if it's an online program that you're facilitating and you have hundreds of students, it's an immediate shock because it's like, wow, what do I have to do now about a hundred students <laughs> or a hundred people learning from me, right? That is like Oh my word, what do I have to do? What do I do now? And and when you have so many people contacting you, it's like, what happened, what happened, what happened, what happened? It just continues to add to the shock. And so it's like you need a moment to decompress from the shock. And this, this is really real. I have had this happen um, just in the past in general. It, it happens. Life always decides that it wants to come at you. Um, the hardest when you are trying to lead something. I'm just going to put that out there. But anyway, you find yourself in immediate shock. And all these other things that happen to you, in addition to that, you are in even more shock. And so you have to take, sometimes it even takes a day or two to get out of the shock, right? And then, of course, once you get out of the shock, you're able to clearly communicate and all those things but understand if it's a program like that that facilitator or that program or that group that is providing that for you understand that especially if the program was going really well at first understand that they do have your best interest at heart and that is a good program to remain in and they are going to do their best to ensure 
that it does not harm you. Now, does it inconvenience you? More than likely, it may. Um, and they will definitely let you know that they know that. But it's really the first thing to understand is like, okay, something's going on and they are working on it because a lot of times in these programs I have seen, and I've just even had conversations with other people um, who have been in this situation that's happened to them and they're a facilitator. And I've had conversations, I've literally seen people in tears where they have said, man, I really care about this class, this program. I don't want them to think that all of a sudden, you know, they paid this money and now it's just not going anywhere or anything like that. And they really do have the best interest at heart. I have rarely seen a case where this has happened and the facilitators or the group or the program has not cared. So please know that if you're in a situation like this, there's gonna be a time very soon that the facilitator or the group or whoever it is that's dealing with this or this has happened um, to, um, they are going to contact you in a timely manner. Give them a little bit of time to decompress because more than likely they are in shock, probably more than you, because now they've got not just you, but probably hundreds of people to think about. And so just know that they are not going to leave you hanging. They are not going to leave you in the dark and they are not going to leave you just without an explanation. But they are going to give you the best proposal of how to turn things around for, for you. And usually when that happens, I have seen the best of the best happen um, as a result of that. But just know that if you are in that type of situation. So first type of situation was um, if the program is great but may not have been great for you. Second situation is if the program was going very, very well, it is wonderful for you, all of a sudden there's some immediate shock or something breaks and now you're kind of left clueless on what to do. The third one is obviously if the program is not great and not great, that means it's not great for you. And in that situation, there's really not much to say because these types of programs, they really weren't great from the beginning. They didn't really care from the beginning. You were just a number to them. There really isn't anything that they're really gonna benefit that you're gonna really benefit from. There are these types of programs out there. And really the way that you can kind of tell these types of programs is you know, if there aren't very many people talking about this program or if for some reason um, there's just a lot of negative reviews about curriculum specific, um, anything like that. But a lot of times you can just tell. Um, and so a lot of us don't need, <laughs> we don't really need a description of what these types of programs are. They, you can just tell if they're not great at all. And so there's really not much to say about that. Just know that if you are in that type of situation where the program, you thought it was good, but you got into it and it just was not good even from day one, then more than likely that may be a refund situation and all those types of things if you've paid for it. But really go through the proper steps in getting out of the program so it does not hurt you 
in the long run. Um, I have actually been there <laughs> before. And so you definitely want to act fast um, instead of acting slowly when it comes to that case, because this is your career that we're talking about. And if you're in a program that didn't really care about you from the beginning, they didn't really have very good material from the beginning, that's not a good place to be. And it's just my advice would just be to exit. So just to recap of the three types of programs that you may be in, one of them was great, but maybe not great for you. You may need a different path. Second is it was great from the beginning. It is for you, but all of a sudden something happened to either the facilitator or to the system where you've got a system crash or system glitch or something like that. And then the third one is just if the program is just not great at all and you would need to find a way to exit their program. So I hope that this was very helpful to those of you who are dealing with situations where you've become disappointed, frustrated in a program, no matter what it is that you're learning, whether it's coding, non-coding. Um, if this helped you, definitely send me a message on Instagram. Um, send me a email, whatever it is that's best for you. Um, and just let me know how this helped you. And if you have any questions about a particular program you are in, I can give you advice on how to handle it. Um, please know that I will not bash any programs. Uh, like I said, I believe that the majority of programs are wonderful um, and they are great. You just have to find the best fit for you. And um, a lot of you who are in programs that are wonderful for you and there has just been a little bump in the road, stick it out because more than likely, I've seen 99.9% .9 of the time, those program, programs 100% care because if they didn't, they would not go to the links to help you out a lot. And a lot of programs actually, they do get tested that way, you know, to see if they, you know, really do care about those who are part of the program because we do know of those programs just in general, they don't even have to be in tech, that really all they care about is receiving your money or just kind of, you know, treating you as if you're a number versus really helping you to understand things. And we all know those kinds of programs. So stick that out. Um, if that's just, if it's just one of those things where it's just a little bump in the road, but if you've got a question about whether or not you need to leave a program, um, feel free to message me to get my advice. Like I said, I will not bash the program, but I will give you the best advice for you. And so thank you guys for listening to the episode this week. Once again, if that was helpful, definitely leave me a review as well if you're on Apple Podcasts. Um, but let me know by emailing me or sending me an, a DM on Instagram. All right. Well, I hope you all have an amazing rest of your week. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Tech Girls Cast. If you'd like to leave me your personal story about how this podcast is impacting your life, please feel free to email me at podcast at techgirlscode.com or leave me a podcast review. I love hearing your stories and I can't wait to share them with those who may need to hear them as well. 
I look forward to all the future episodes and what I will be sharing with you. But until next week, sis, I'll talk to you then.